Hello everyone and welcome to the Choosing Happiness podcast. My name is Caitlin and this is a podcast where I interview those that influence me to remind myself that happiness is a choice every day and I just hope you guys enjoy this episode that I have with my cousin. I was able to sit down with Brent and Julia and talk to them about the trials that they've gone through in their lives and uh, yeah, I, okay, here is the episode. Hey everyone, so today I'm sitting down with my cousins, Brent and Julia. Um, I'm going to have them introduce themselves to you. Hey, I'm Brent. Um, I'm probably, I think I'm a junior, at least, here at BYU. <laughs> not sure. Credit-wise, I am. I'm uh, aspiring to be something in the medical field, so I'm taking a lot of chemistry classes and doing a lot of searching to find out what I want to do with my life. But, uh, but yeah, that's a little bit of my story. I'm Julia, and I'm aiming to be a special education teacher. I'm also at BYU right now. I absolutely love it. Um, and more than anything, I love food and my husband. And that's me. Cute. <laughs> okay, um, a few more introductory questions. Describe yourselves in three words. Ooh, you guys should describe each other in three words. I've never like had like that. a couple things. I <laughs> like that. Right, you go first. You got okay, this. so Julia in three words. Bright, <laughs> hopeful, and inspiring. I'm going to cry. You're so sweet. Brent is charitable and selfless and understanding. I love him for it. This is so cute. <laughs> True love. Okay, what are your favorite or most used emojis? Oh, oh man. Um, hmm. I use the crying laughy one a lot, but lately there's a new one that popped out, and it's like just this smiley face with like the hearts around it. Oh yeah. I think I use that a lot, but just to Julia. <laughs> <laughs> you want to send that to your friends? I don't really talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. Um, I think I use just the blushing emoji the most probably. Nice. Just anybody. Good, basic, solid one. <laughs> um, okay, and then last introductory question. What life mottos or mantras do you live by? Um, something that has been seriously ingrained into my brain is the concept that everything will work out one way or another. That's just always been something I've lived by, and it's really what has made me who I am. Love that. Um, at one point when I was younger... I was going through a really hard time in life, and I was really sad. I was struggling, and I was trying to find happiness. And I remember I started praying like crazy. I started reading the scriptures like crazy, more than I had ever done before. And I never really heard words come to my head before from the Spirit or from God. But all of a sudden, I heard the words, your mistakes don't define you. And that changed my perspective entirely in life. I went from feeling like I was always failing and always falling short to finally having some self-confidence because I realized kind of where I stood in front of God. And it was so liberating to understand that. 
Wow, I love those so much. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that. Okay, um, how do you define happiness? How do you guys define happiness? I would define happiness as Julia Simmons, basically. Other than that. <laughs> oh, other than that. For those that don't know her. Oh, yes. well, they're missing out. Um, happiness, I think, would be defined by fulfillment, just a sense okay. of fulfillment. And, and, and I think that true fulfillment comes from finding your purpose and, and pursuing that purpose and finding a lot of success or failure, just constant progression, I think, would I think that's what I would encompass into, into happiness is feeling like you're you're doing what you're supposed to and feeling good about yourself and about God and about others. Well, that, I think that happiness has to do with finding and then chasing what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. whether it be you know art, music, or another person who loves you no matter what. Once you're in that moment and you're able to participate fully in that I think there's no greater joy that can be found I like that um kind of going off of that I feel like you guys are very like creative people and a creative couple what are some things that you've kind of found that you're passionate about that have brought you joy and happiness in life I think the biggest thing for us is music for sure we both love singing playing guitar and piano and we love singing together especially every day um, we'll drive 7 a.m. in the freezing cold to school together, and there's so many times that we'll just be jamming out and yelling songs at the top of our lungs, and it's so much fun. I think that's, for me at least, one of my highlights. What's yours? I am a huge movie junkie. <laughs> um, I really, really cherish those moments where we can just put aside all of the busyness of school and life and really just come to center ourselves on each other mm-hmm. and just have some peace. Um, and so I find a lot of a lot of great things happen through peace and serenity, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Whether that's just watching just some rom-com or some action-packed movie when Julia lets me watch those. <laughs> but uh, I hope we have to agree along with music as well in some instance, too. Spend a lot of time listening to her play and sing while I make food for us or something like that. I just mm-hmm. sit there on the floor and just in awe with her and just enjoying what she is. Oh, so cute. What are some of like your favorite like songs to jam out to and like movies to watch? Like what really gets you in a good mood? Because I mean, there are some like feel good movies that like, you want to watch when you want a good cry, but what gets you in a good <laughs> mood? <laughs> I've noticed, at least for Julia, she tends to lean that towards a lot of music that is that's vulnerable, mm-hmm. that is very emotionally involving, and just ties you into to deep feelings, whether it's sad or happy or or concerned or anxious. There's like just a lot of those types of meanings mm-hmm. and styles that uh, I see that her she's leaning towards at least. You know me so well. Um, on a totally different note. One of the vivid memories I have was just a couple weeks ago when Brett and I were in the car and we were listening to Africa by Toto and just going so hard to it. It was so fun. And we made it home a little early, but we parked in the driveway and had to finish out the song. And it was awesome. It's made me feel a lot closer to him and a lot happier in that moment, for sure. 
there'll be times when we're driving from school or something like that mm-hmm. and every week my music app kind of gives me like new music for the week mm-hmm. so like shuffle through that and there's just one song that I don't know like Julie and I just like we're holding hands as we we're driving back home um and we just look at each other as we're going along and it was just a really sweet spirit it just it felt really good it wasn't really a church song at all but it was just it was deep mm-hmm. and it just felt real it was a cool moment it was cool to be in the moment yeah I feel like that's really hard in a world of like social media and comparison and everything to be in the moment and to have real experiences how have you guys been able to kind of get past that and be able to have real experiences I think for me the first thing I did and I made this decision early on but I decided that as soon as I got married I would stop using my old Instagram account and I would make a new Instagram account that I just followed my close friends and family and I can't tell you how big of a difference that has made in my life and with my perspective every single day like I will get maybe two or three posts on my feed every single day and they're all positive and happy and of like, you know, my cute family members and friends. And I love seeing what they're doing every day because I always felt so self-conscious posting about things. I felt self-conscious about what the people in high school, you know, mm-hmm. that I graduated with, what they would think about me, especially because I got married pretty young. Um, and I just had all these concerns. So I decided that I would kind of abandon that life and abandon the life of, of worrying But I knew that social media was still an important thing in my life Mm -hmm. and it was important to keep up with people and to still, you know, be able to share the gospel and share good things Mm -hmm. out there in the world. So that's kind of what I did and I found it was very helpful. I don't know if I'd recommend it to everyone, but for me, it worked. I love that. I think as far as my social media interaction goes, I'm not perfect still and I'm on it a lot. (laughs) Same. Um, But I've noticed that a lot of my content now tends to be focused more on really funny dog videos <laughs> yes. or posting. If you look at my, my Instagram feed, my personal feed, what I post for the last month, few months, it's all about Julia and I. It's very selfless. Before I realized I would post a lot about myself sometimes. Actually, mostly it was about my sisters and I. <laughs> so I guess I guess take that back. It wasn't really about myself. But... I think I've noticed that I've started to kind of weed out some of the things that I didn't really feel was sparking joy into my life mm-hmm. on my Instagram, at least. Yeah. My roommates and I were just talking about it last night um, regarding, oh, because like my friend or my roommate, her friend like posted on the story, like, go read this post. And it was like this girl basically saying like, everyone posts a highlight reel on Instagram, but here are the things that happen have happened in the past month that you don't know about there are some really hard things like spending lots of money applying for medical school blah 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 so on and so forth and we were just talking about how nobody really wants to post the bad things because we don't want to see it and we don't want to kind of drown the world in sadness but it also puts a rose-colored filter on everyone because we all we see are the good things in life and so there's just this weird balance between vulnerability of wanting to share those sad things or hard things in life but also not wanting to be depressing so I think that's I'm the same way kind of like Brent I follow a lot of dog videos <laughs> and just a lot of like happy things yeah. so that's awesome I wonder what would happen if people like on their highlight account whatever the highlight selection on their profile if they had one dedicated to like 
the less than pleasant things uh-huh. in life. Like, it doesn't have to be super depressing, but, like, yeah. maybe it could be just, like, you just post to your story something that's real, something uh-huh. that happened to you. Like, I got a parking ticket, or, like, I almost got hit by a car. Just, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But it doesn't have to be that extreme. I don't know. I just wonder what that could be taken to. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. It'll be interesting how social media goes within the next few years, how it progresses and stuff. Okay, what are some things in life that make you happy? And these can be literally the littlest things. Honestly, I love the way, like, I, I'm i always making breakfast for us. Mm-hmm. Julia will just be crawling out of bed, and I'm, I'm like, up and out. I'm jumping out of bed. I'm seriously, <laughs> you I'm have seriously. expose me like that. I love you. That's all because <laughs> I love you. Too. I love going. serving her. And I, love, <laughs> I love picking her up from school. I love getting her a glass of water or going out and getting her some cookies from Chip she needs rubbing her feet i don't know i just i like that i really do it's really weird i like it <laughs> it's weird you like serving strange <laughs> oh, i love that makes me happy to be served i also love serving brett i love getting calls and texts from my family every day that always puts a smile on my face I love thinking about what we're going to name our future dogs. So far, we're down to Gucci and Beans. Yeah, two very eccentric, mm-hmm. beautiful names, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think the little things definitely make me happy. Um, the biggest thing, though, I think is just my family, including Brent and the gospel. Those are the big ones. I love it. Okay. Um... <laughs> what do you turn to in hard times? Like, I know some of, like, Brent's background and stuff, and but, like, what are some things when you've had hard trials in your life that you turn to, or what do you do? Huh. Honestly, there hasn't been many times where I felt very stressed. Mm-hmm. But, like I said before, that mentality of knowing that everything's gonna be okay really keeps me anchored. Mm-hmm. But when those times are, when sometimes are harder to understand that things are really gonna be okay, I tend to just take really deep breaths and seriously pour my entire heart out to God in prayer or pleading or just go on some walks or I'll kind of do something that I, I know and I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kind of let myself feel God's love eventually at some point I know that will happen mm-hmm. I think mine is very different from Brent's okay. he is one of my greatest examples though because of his ability to stay grounded mm-hmm. and to stop himself from reacting when he is stressed out or frustrated I'm completely the opposite honestly and I I bet that there's many people that can relate to that because my first instinct when something is hard is to cry mm-hmm. and I've done that all my life and that's how it's been and then when I'm in that state when I'm in a very vulnerable emotional state I feel like that's actually when I'm most receptive to feeling the spirit Mm -hmm. and to receiving advice from those I know and trust and love and so what I'll do first is I'll reach out to Brent and I'll post pose that problem and he is so kind in the way he responds and he's always so gentle and understanding I'll call my mom, who gives me the best advice. She's never led me astray. Um, I'll turn to God in prayer also. I've I've definitely noticed 
over the last few years that prayer has become an integral part of my life and it's been easier and easier over time to turn to prayer and to feel like I'm actually receiving answers. Takes time. Totally. Um, Brent, how did you get this mindset instilled into you that everything will be okay? Honestly, it stems back to my mom. She uh, always has she always has had that kind of saying that it always will be okay. Mm-hmm. Something she seriously I can't even remember the first time she said it. But it's just always something she'll she'll say and repeat over and over again when I would get stressed out about school or if one of my sisters are having a hard time. That seriously is some of the first things she says is it's going to be okay. And it all works out in the end. It always does. And that's just honestly like ingrained into my, my mind mm-hmm. and soul. Yeah. I love that. And then, Julia, um, when you talk to your mom, on the phone, do you just like tell her everything or do you just let her talk to you or like how does that normally go down? Man, my mom and I are the same exact person <laughs> in so many ways. I feel like we were cut from the same cloth, you know, the phrase the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, that's so applicable for <laughs> us. So I just feel like we understand each other on a level that I think is unique to most mother daughter relationships. Mm-hmm. But she always knows exactly what to say to me, I always know exactly what to say to her. I think it's pretty 50-50, I would say. Many times I will just sort of let out kind of my trains of thought, so to speak. I let out what I'm feeling. And then as soon as I, you know, take a breath, she'll be able to give me a little bit of advice or if anything to say, oh, sweetheart, I understand. You know, tell me a little more about this part of it. Tell me a little more why you feel this way. And she and I... Um, we'll always ask each other questions more about what we're feeling. And then once the other person has sort of let out all of their thoughts, then it's a lot easier to give advice because then they're more open to listening to it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So. Yeah. Once they get everything off their chest, they're willing to hear that advice. Absolutely. I love that. I love that it goes back to both of your moms. I think that's just so sweet. And I very much admire uh, your relationships, your relationships that you have with your mothers, they're angels. We love them. <laughs> Ashley mentioned your mom so much when I interviewed really? her. Yeah. <laughs> so she's a pretty great woman. Okay. How do you pursue happiness or like actively choose happiness each and every day? And like, if you don't, that's totally fine too. <laughs> every day. Um, there's so much that happens. There's different, there's different scenarios or things that you're placed in different paths every day. It's an adventure every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so while it is hard, it is definitely possible to find ways to see the brighter side mm-hmm. of things or to take a breath and realize that you don't understand fully what was happening maybe or you don't understand the background of everything and realize that you are weak in, in that instance and knowing that if you just do your best, then that can be very content for you and very fulfilling for you. I think that's something that I just kind of live by, mm-hmm. knowing that every day is a, an adventure and that I'm doing my best. I always grew up hearing that life was good most days and sometimes you'd have challenges. But I found for most of my life that it was the complete opposite mm-hmm. and that most days were very difficult. And some days were easy. Mm-hmm. 
and I feel like my life has completely flipped around and since I've started dating Brett and since marrying Brett things have been so much easier for me because I feel like I have somebody who supports me and understands me and loves me unconditionally but it was not that way for a long time mm -hmm. and even now there are days that are harder and there are days where I'll even just sort of wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'll wake up feeling opposition and sadness and I think the best thing I found is to understand the source of those thoughts and those feelings um, anything that is negative we know doesn't come from God because he would never discourage us so anything negative that comes to us we can write off as a lie as something that we shouldn't believe and as something that isn't true to our character so as difficult as that is I have found that every single day when I recognize first that I was feeling sad and I needed to change something and then I chose not to listen to the sad thoughts it became so much easier to have a great rest of my day and to choose happiness that day. I love that. It's definitely not something people wake up with. Mm -hmm. So I think it's very important that we recognize that it is a choice and it's something that we have to choose every day. It's not one and done. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. I don't ask this question to many people. But how would you instruct a child to be happy? Man, I feel like for many children, they're just so naturally bright mm -hmm. and full of love for people. Um, but as someone who has worked with children with disabilities, I've noticed that these children have been used to failing. Mm -hmm. And it's so tragic to me that these children feel inferior to their peers they feel frustrated all the time. They feel like they can't do simple tasks. And it breaks my heart. And um, as I continue to work with them and learn more and more about it, I think praise is such an important thing mm -hmm. as a teacher. Specific praise is so important. If you tell someone that they're good, they will be good. If you tell someone that they are smart, they will show that they are smart. I believe it's just like when God created the world. He said, let there be light, and there was light. We have similar powers because we're children of God. We have similar influence on things and on people. And I've noticed, you know, that so many children with behavior problems are told that they're bad, mm -hmm. that they're doing the wrong thing, and so they'll continue to exhibit that behavior. But if instead you tell them that they're good and that they're obedient and that they're a good friend to their peers, they will assume that role. Is that what you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, thank you. I really like that. Um, I think that's so awesome that you want to work with children and that you are already learning so much from it. I think that will just be a great blessing on your life, especially as a mom one day. Okay, a few more questions. Um, okay, if you had to create, like, a happiness formula, what would it look like? I would think that a formula for happiness would start out with, this is something I kind of picked up on my mission, but think of the word joy, the letters in joy, mm -hmm. right? 
consider that a formula. Each letter stands for something. Okay. J stands for Jesus. O stands for others. And the last thing is yourself, the Y. So I think the formula for joy needs to start out with, with, with Jesus Christ and then goes towards serving others or other people and other, just, just outside of yourself mm -hmm. and then yourself. I love that. I'm going to kind of build on that a little bit myself um, because I seriously have a passion for Jesus and for service <laughs> and for others, you know, but I always heard it said that you can't love other people until you love yourself. And I always, you know, just thought that was a saying until I realized that that was my problem in life, was that I really did not love myself that much. And it made it so difficult to find the right person and to love other people because I was always thinking self-conscious negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I learned how to love myself through help from Christ and through help from those who did see my potential, um, it wasn't until then till I was actually able to love other people. Wow. How did you get to that point, if you don't mind sharing? No, of course I don't mind. I think it took a lot of time, a lot more than I'd like to admit, probably. Um, I think a lot of it also just had to do with me kind of just maturing over mm -hmm. time. It was a lot harder back in the day in middle school. The dark ages for everyone, right? High school was awful, also horrible, but a little better than middle school. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, my first year of college was all right, but and it's only gotten better there from there. Um, I think part of it was just that I was growing up and I was learning more about myself and becoming more comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. um, I think another thing that I do that was inspired by my mom is these affirmations. Mm -hmm. And so what you do is you look into the mirror and you tell yourself what you want to be. So these attributes are qualities that you want to be. So if you want to be happy, you'll say, I'm happy. If you want to believe that you're beautiful, you'll say, I am beautiful. And when you say those things every day, you start to believe it. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, Words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. So if we start telling ourselves those things instead of allowing the negative thoughts to sit there, then instead our thoughts become more positive, our outlook on life and on ourselves also become more positive. So I think that was probably the main thing that made a difference in mm -hmm. my life and in my happiness and love for myself. Thank you. Yeah. Really. Oh, you guys are so inspiring. I <laughs> love it. Okay, just two more questions. Who or what inspires you in life and why? And don't say your wife, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. She can... That's like my go-to answer for everything. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to make you step out of your comfort zone. I know. I mean, Julia is the obvious answer, so Obviously. we all know this. <laughs> so other than me. Other than Julia, who inspires me? Or what? Or what inspires me? Okay. Oh, man. What do I find inspiration from? I don't think my parents and my sisters. Um. Yeah, I would say that, yeah. Because both of my parents are truly inspiring in their own different ways. Mm -hmm. um, my mother has been a huge example, and she's a very, very strong woman and has showed so many incredible, incredible personality traits. And just, wow, great mom. My dad shows me so much about how I can 
become better. And he's he's really shown me a lot about about the repentance process, and he showed me a lot about um, about truly loving people. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really good. And Ashley is so strong. She is such an inspiring person in my life. I think it's one of the most inspiring individuals I've ever been around would be my sister Ashley and and Haley inspires me in so many ways too because she is always by comic relief Mm -hmm. she's always the one that I can just laugh with Mm -hmm. yeah I would say that I'm inspired by people who are passionate for what they do Mm -hmm. Um, I have this funny thing where when I see people in their element doing what they love I kind of get goosebumps It's, Mm -hmm. it's funny I don't know when that started or why it happened and I haven't heard of it happening to anyone else. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching Brent's sisters dance for the first time, I just got total goosebumps all over me, even though, you know, they were doing kind of this cutesy, funny performance. It wasn't supposed to be as professional as the ones they had done in the past. I still just saw them out there laughing, having so much fun and loving what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just filled me with so much joy I love watching people at concerts, you know, really just play their hearts out. It's so much fun. I love watching Brett play our little piano in our tiny apartment. It's so fun. I love people, you know, I love seeing people write and draw and do anything that makes them happy because that really is what brings me the most joy. I love that. Kind of going off this, um... This sounds so funny. But my sister and I have been to quite a few concerts, and we've been to quite a few concerts with people that we only know a few songs of, but, like, we're like, oh, let's go to this concert. And I love going to those concerts because the people around us love them so much. They're, like, their <laughs> so number fun. one band. Like, we went yeah. to Bosch the People. Bosch the People's good. I don't mm-hmm. know all the songs. So, like, sometimes you're just, like, chilling. But there are people that know all the songs, and this is their number one concert they would ever want to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's – I kind of understand, like, what you were saying of how it just makes you so happy to see someone else so happy and so in love with what they're doing. It's contagious. Absolutely. It really is. Is there any last words of advice or anything else you want to say before we end the episode? Definitely. Get you a Brent. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I have not always had the best dating experiences, and when I found him, it was light and day, and I knew right away that he was the perfect person for me, not because of how he looks, though he's very cute, um, but more because of how his heart is and how much he loves God and how he is so kind and gentle. I've never seen an individual who is more kind than he is. So that's my advice to anyone and everyone. My advice would be the person you would want to be around. I don't know. I think just like we're constantly trying to like compare ourselves to other people or just things like that. But if you just want to, if you be the perfect spouse that you want to find, or if you want to be the perfect friend that you want, then you will find them mm-hmm. and they'll find you. I think your true potential will come out. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for letting me. Come and interview you. I really appreciate it. Love you guys. Okay. Bye, everyone. I hope you're able to get to know Brent and Julia a little bit more and just able to feel their sweet spirits and feel how genuinely good they are, if that makes sense. I really enjoyed being able to sit down with them and talking to them and 
I hope that this episode has helped you a little bit more, and I hope that you all have a great week. And if you liked what you heard, you know, you can uh, give this episode a rating on iTunes, screenshot it, post it on an Instagram story, tell your friends about it, I don't know. Whatever you feel like doing, but anyways, hope you all have a great week. Bye.